0: With Nick Eatman, Brian Broaddus, Ambar Garcia, and Derek Eagleton.
2: Hello, guys. Welcome back to another episode of The Break. Derek might be joining us later, but right now he has a little compromise that he's doing. But in the meantime, I got Nick and Brian here. Week one, we're officially on week one of the regular season. Freaking excited about this week and today's in today's show we're not really going to get into the bucks just yet or talk about the game or anything like that we're just we'll be doing that starting tomorrow with the full cast but today i wanted to kind of do a whole rundown of what the team looks like. Last week we were talking roster moves and all that. Now we actually know the roster changes. We know what happened with Jason Peters. He's here with the Cowboys. He signed. So let's just go ahead and start with him since he's been making headlines and news all over the place since yesterday. He's officially with the team on the practice squad, which is what they uh, signed him to. Kind of want to ask you guys what what's the process here? What's the transition gonna look like, and what his role is gonna end up being with the Cowboys?
3: You want me to take that one? On <laughs> yeah,
4: goal? no, I, you know you're equipped to handle that one. <laughs> Go I ahead, mean,
3: it's it's a tough one. Um, yeah, obviously on the practice squad, and we'll see, how, you know, how long it takes for him to get ready to be in football shape. He said a couple of weeks. I was kind of surprised he said that. Um yeah. But but that's that might be where he is at, at, at this stage. Um, you know, he's forty years old and he's and he's a huge man. Like he's he's a big dude. He yeah. always has been. But, but has. Man. I
2: saw the I saw the jersey. I'm like, man, he needs to get a bigger size jersey. That yeah. thing is. I don't know <laughs> like if they gave him
3: Willetzko's jersey or what, but yeah, no, it's he it, he he fills out the uniform for sure. Um, but you know, I think that. At, if he's ready to play and if he's if he's the best left tackle i just don't see any other scenario than him playing it i i don't i don't know why he would come here for that i don't know why they would sign him for that if i i just can't imagine that tyler smith is so good where he's not going to be playing left tackle um jason peters
4: yeah um it's funny when you when you ask people about that but i know i asked people about during the draft what they thought about tyler smith you know and and everything about him was left side player and i never ever got the feeling that they're saying okay they're not going to put him at one position they're going to let him play the guard you know that it seemed like the most obvious spot especially with tyron smith you know sometimes he's not available all the time so you know they actually came out and were saying that this was going to be the replacement for tyron smith I don't I remember in, Nick and you have been here a long time. I don't ever remember them coming out and saying this was going to be the replacement of a guy. They right. were pretty they were mm-hmm. pretty adamant that that this was going to be the guy that was going to replace Tyron Smith. Now the problem that they run into they're thinking, well, when Tyron Smith's done. They didn't know that Tyron Smith was going to be done before week 1. Yeah. So I I, I think there is a side of them that really wants to see what they have in Tyler Smith at left tackle. I believe the reason they got Jason Peters was to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. That if in fact it doesn't work out, if in fact there are bumps in the road. And I think there are going to be some bumps in the road, but I I've said this a bunch. I've said it on my, on my show on one Oh five three, the fan I'm not worried about Tyler Smith I tend to be war- more worried about the right tackle when I look at the overall the offensive line because I, I see power. I see a kid. It seems like he. I mean, he really appears like he has it together. You know, it. it you know, with Chaz Green, there was that lack of. Felt like there was a lack of toughness. There was a lack of. You know, maybe a little bit of being timid. I. I, I don't see that in this kid. Every. Every interview, it. He says the right things. I think the preparation is going to be there. I think these defensive ends are going to help him. I think the tackles that are available are going to help him get ready. But I do really believe there's a side of the Dallas Cowboys front office that wants to see him play and wants to see him have success. And if that, if that works out that way, then you, know, then, then, then you have a little bit more of an opportunity to get Jason Peters ready that if something were to happen – now, Tyler Smith's coming off a – they call a high ankle sprain and stuff like that. That's on his left ankle. That's his back leg when you start to talk about how he's going to play the position and stuff. So can he push? Can he house a comfort level with all that? You know, we'll see. But I, I really do believe that they they did this to protect themselves first – And then the second thing is they're really, really anxious, not anxious, they're excited about seeing Tyler Smith play because they feel like they got a guy who could take Tyron Smith's spot when all said and done.
2: Yeah, Yeah. and I agree with everything that you say, but at the same time, um, and I do believe he's ready. To step in there and, and see that, but at the same time, despite of how ready you are and the amount of talent that you have, you're still a young guy that's gonna be playing your first actual NFL game regular season, and that's gonna kinda I mean get to Yeah, you're gonna really get to see, you know, the welcome to the NFL but type did of. Did you moments. guys
4: did you guys have the same feeling about Dak Prescott when he made that first start? That that little bit of oh, I'm not too sure I'm you know yeah
3: I, I did yeah I I, but he but he didn't <laughs> Hi, but Thanks he up. didn't have a nine time Pro Bowler behind him you know that's what I I think like what's the up what's the ceiling for Tyron uh, Tyler Smith is he going to be an All Pro like f- All Pro first team Hall of Famer I mean first ballot Hall of Famer like I don't know but I know that that guy potentially is sitting behind him so. I mean, if he's, uh, I get it. You want to see him play. You want to see him pr- progress. But I mean, he, he, he's got to be really good. He's got to be really good to keep Jason Peters on the bench.
5: But the question is, is he, is Jason Peters still that guy? Because I know Brian, I, I yeah. saw your your evaluation of I him. Mean, you think he still had something when he I was do. in Chicago? Yeah. That's one thing. He still has something. That's a whole different thing. He's Hall of Fame caliber. Like, is he still that guy now? Or is he now a guy that's pretty good that can certainly play the position
2: for you? I don't. I don't. Yeah. Rookie first game, first week. Right.
3: His last game was against like Memphis or something like that. Like the left tackle. I mean, I, I just. I can't imagine it being like. I'll
4: say this. I don't think Nick's wrong. And I think that playing Jason Peters probably will give you a, be, you'll be able to sleep at night instead of playing Tyler Smith. I think the front office is, is they want to see Tyler Smith play. This, yeah. And that's where that's where it's really different. I have to remind people of that when they ask me questions like, "Well, best five, you know, come on, let's play." <laughs> I don't work there anymore. I last worked there in 2005. That's the last time they cared about my opinion. Mm-hmm. And you know, so we could talk about all these things, but I do believe they Nick Nick's not wrong. Playing Jason Peters at left tackle in week one against Tampa Bay probably is the best thing in the world for this organization. To them, though, they're like, wait a minute now. We had this guy 15th, 16th on our board. Right. You know, we, let's – let's wait a minute. We thought enough of him. We trust our scouts. You know, well, well, let's see what this is.
5: So let me ask this question. This is for all you guys. It, what do you think is the difference? What do you think is the delta between – where you are right now with Jason Peters and where you are right now with Tyler Smith. Jason are we Peter- talking a couple extra sacks? Or are we talking, like, where do you think, what do you think is the difference?
3: I don't think he's ready to play right now. So I think, I think. Which a, a, one? A, a, uh, Peters. Peters, okay. I uh, mean, <laughs> It's a
5: fair question, Which right? Which one? Yeah. It's <laughs> a fair question. Well, I
4: almost said thought you were going to say Smith. Uh.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> they both have spent probably the same amount of time at tackle during the yeah. summer. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah, I think Peters could probably figure it out a little bit probably. quicker. But but it's gonna it's gonna work out for you. I mean, I don't I don't know the answer to that. I, I don't know the answer to that Delta. What you're talking about? Is, I saw Terrence Steele do this his very first start against the Rams uh, two years ago, and it looked pretty good until the final drive. Then he gave up a sack, and then Dak fumbled, and that was pretty much the game. So. Yeah,
4: yeah. I uh, the Delta is always a great question. Because the delta makes me think of Louisiana and all those things, <laughs> but no, I I, I think that More to American me Airlines or American Airlines here, American Airlines, right? American Airlines, uh, but yeah, the the thing with uh, I think the thing with with if Peters if Peters had been in training camp or he, maybe he was at training camp and got cut, where he was, I just don't think he's in football shape right yeah. now, and and Tyler Smith lacks knowledge. I think Peters lacks. Physical uh, health, and I mean health in a way of like being ready to play, really it, yeah. ready to play seventy-five plays. I think I would worry like he'd be really good for like seventy-two of those plays. And the same thing you could maybe say about Tyler Smith. There's gonna be seventy plays where he, man, he's that's a plus. That's another plus. Oh, that's a minus, <laughs> and it's a minus to just got a turnover. You know, and that's where that's where I, I think both guys could probably struggle if you put Jason Peters out there right now I think there's a possibility he could get hurt that's how I feel about that right now
2: I was gonna ask uh sorry Nick real quick but and this is gonna be a bad example because I mean Tyron Smith got hurt in a practice over here. Yeah. but you know how we're used to talking about Tyron Smith or sack Martin? Like, hey, if anyone's gonna do it, it's those guys. They don't need to practice. They can get in there yeah. and get it done. Is I don't
4: Peter's think I don't th- that type of player. I don't think this is about being ready and and prepping and, and getting ready for a game plan. I think it's about physically. Mm-hmm. Get handling, him. yeah, handling the workload that he's going to have to have to to play in, in, in an NFL game.
5: Yeah, you get above forty. You need to work up the stuff, like yeah.
4: Except the quarterback for the Buccaneers. There, just, <laughs> just the go. Buccaneers' quarterback can take eleven days off and be just fine. You yeah,
3: know, I, I think this is a true dom- like domino effect. Like like literally, I think when it's time for Jason Peters to play, I think he just taps old Tyler Smith on the shoulder and says. I think it's time. You, you haven't been you haven't been playing that great, and it's time for me. Okay. And then it's like okay. And then they say, so then Tyler Smith says, all right. Well, how's Connor Mcgovern playing? Yeah, because am I better than him? Because maybe I've moved to left guard. And then Connor Mcgovern says, okay, how's Tyler Biadas playing? Because I'm. I could be playing center too. Okay,
2: you're getting pretty wild. Here. And then Biadas <laughs> says, <laughs> looks to his moves. right and
3: says, "Okay, <laughs> I guess yeah, I'm okay, I guess minutes. I'm done there. It was Zach Martin there, but no, I'm I'm serious. I think who's that, playing
4: fullback for you guys? <laughs> right,
3: exactly. McGovern's like, well, <laughs> yeah. He's like, all right, I'll, tackle eligible. I'm yeah. in. Yeah, that's. But I really do think that that's that's could happen like.
5: That. So you guys, you guys are totally. It sounds like you guys are totally committed to the idea that you don't think Tyler Smith will impress enough here in no, this no, first no, 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 no 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 no, no, no okay. I'm not saying that Nick are, that you, are you saying yeah. that
3: Nick I don't know about Tyler Smith I'm just thinking if I got a guy that's going to be wearing a big old 52L It'll be big old whatever big old yeah. jacket that's one big day big that's gold yeah. uh you know I I want him there and I'll let me say this too if there's anybody that thinks the Cowboys were Oh well, we're gonna just let McCarthy ha- have this season, and maybe we're gonna take. <laughs> oh no, no you're no, right. No. You're they right. They went in on that, and, and this is not a move right. they typically do. Yeah. So I, I, I applaud them for that, and yeah. and they're, they're gonna make sure this thing is, you know, goes as best it can. I just think there's gonna be a spot for Jason Peters. I, I just believe. You know, this it will is be. a
2: bad way of, a bad mentality to have. But here I am thinking, I'm like, okay, who would I prefer? Gets hurt. Oh geez. Uh, no, no, no! Hold on, hold on, no, no hold, hold on, hold on. Refrain. <laughs> <laughs> water <laughs> on the fire. Water it's on the fire. <laughs> no, no, hold on. Let, let me. You know. <laughs> oh, again, what's in my head sometimes is hard for me, me, me to translate into words <laughs> in English. Okay, hold on. Bear with me. Uh, hold <laughs> on. Let me. We know, given the history of mm. the O line of the Dallas Cowboys, we know the what happens. A lot of injuries, especially in recent years. So what I'm trying to get at, who would I rather start now and then replace down the road if an injury was to occur to the tackle that's currently playing? Would I rather have Tyler Smith start out the season? And then if something happens or whatever, then you got Jason Peters. Or would I rather have the veteran? We know he's not starting this week, but – kind of getting the handle of things there, starting out. And then if something happens because of his age and, you know, injuries happen, would yeah. you rather than have Tyler Smith, who hasn't at that point been playing and getting those reps in and all that? So yeah. are you following me what I'm trying yeah. to
4: say? Yeah, I – this is me. This is how I'm thinking about what you're just saying. I'm thinking about it this way as – If Tyler Smith is, say he's okay, say if Tyler Smith's fine, he's playing well, but you still want to play Jason Peters, and maybe the right tackle is not doing well, Mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be an injury, but maybe the right tackle's not, Mm Steele's not showing enough power, and he's getting pushed around, and they're not having success in the running game. If you tell me that Jason Peters is ready to play left tackle, and Tyler Smith has been doing okay at left tackle. I'm going to now shift him over to right tackle. Cool. I'm shifting Tyler Smith to right tackle. How big
3: of a transition? He's a is left that. side player. Yeah. I, you uh, know what? He's
4: I he's a I know it's footwork and eyes and hand placement. But if I feel like that, he if you feel like you have to have Jason Peters on the field, now you could say you can move him to guard and and, and move. Yeah, I think that that what I've seen from McGovern. Has been serviceable and good enough, okay, N- enough to make you think that wow, was there a competition at left guard? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, is there now at center? I would flip the the natural centers is what I would do. I think I think Farniak. I think if you watched him in the training camp, You
3: like him better than
4: I do. But but I'll say this: if the tackle, if the right tackle is struggling, and you can get sh- you get two big strong guys on the edge. And then you have a strong right t- guard, you know, and all that. I think that's the move that I would make to, you know, not about yeah. injury no, or who, yeah, yeah. but I would rather I would rather the progression be to try and replace Steele. If in fact, not McGovern, I want to, re- I will replace Steele, is what I My would do. My thing with
2: that is that we've seen how hard headed they can be and wanting to stake with the same people and not, and like, well, that's why this is impossible to, to try and changes. figure out. That's yeah. why I, I yeah, keep yeah.
4: saying, I haven't worked with these guys since 2005, and they, they don't care what we say. You know, we have to do this for a living. By which, the way, nor should they. No, they, and they really shouldn't. They I mean, shouldn't. But but that's – No, everybody says, <laughs> everybody says Everybody says play your best five. You know, mm-hmm. play your best five. Move guys, play your best five. I'm like, okay. But they don't care uh, about our best five.
3: But, but also, your best five isn't exactly your best five if you're moving him. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just say, well – Tony Pollard and 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 uh, Zeke are your best two running backs, so put one of them at receiver. Well, yeah, they're, not, they're not one of the best receivers. Yeah. you know. So you can't just say that and say, well, he's your best five. He's the best at what he right. does. And Zach Martin is the first one to say, like, yeah. I'm a right guard.
4: Right. See, that's where i i I think that I think that if you're going to get Peters involved and McGovern has shown you enough at left guard, maybe talk about playing him at right tackle. That's that's the only that's the only thing. I mean, because to me, I I, I keep saying this. I'm not worried about S- Tyler Smith. I'm worried about the right tackle. Mm-hmm. That's who I'm worried mm-hmm. about. So as soon as, you know, as soon as Peter says he could play, it, but the question you have to ask is, what if what if Tyler Smith is playing well enough? And I mean well, I'm not talking about a Pro Bowl level, but okay, he gets beat. He gets beat. He has two bad plays, and they're not. It's it's like oh, he just gets beat, and it's a tackle for a loss, not a sack or
3: mm-hmm,
4: yeah. strip sack or fumble or anything like that. It's a. It's just he gets beat on the backside of a play. Gets so,
3: beat in a holding. Yeah, it gets beat like
4: in one holding, and it one out of you know the two games he has a holding call. Do you feel like that? Like man, we have to move him. I mean, or is it like? Do you, yeah. you know, Jason Peters to me is a one year option right now. That's just it's, – it's insurance in case something does happen, like Ambar's talking about, where you do have an injury or you do want to maybe upgrade the position if the other guy's not playing well enough.
5: Yeah, I agree with that. And I, the, the thing about moving Tyler to right, the, the one thing I worry about there is this is a guy that now would be on his third position that you're trying to get him to learn. Yeah. And, and in a year where he's coming out of college, and the one thing they told us was we really got to work with him a lot to to get down on the, the holding penalties. That was yeah. a problem for him in college. His hands and feet. You really got to work on those things. And now you're saying you're going to give him three different positions where all those things vary, right? Yeah. Your, your hands, your feet vary depending on which position you're at of those three. So you're not really, in my opinion— Working toward the end that you had for him, which was we want to work on the things that are going to help him be more successful and get rid of some of those penalties. What if
4: he learns how to play right tackle and it helps him play left tackle? What if that experience— Is that a thing? Well, the thing of just being a tackle, playing in space— you know he played in tackle at Tulsa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's not like he's moving from guard to tackle.
5: Yeah, get it, get. it. I just, mm. I just everything I've always heard tackles talking about is oh, it's like, different. It's, it's an adjustment going it from is. left to right, and he was left in the in yeah. college. That's hey, one. Still? That's the one reason I feel good. Now he hasn't done it
4: since what? I saw oh, somebody say since two thousand six. Yeah, I thought it was yeah. two thousand six the last time he played. So right was, tackle.
5: I mean, you, you're probably talking about the same kind of problem that probably wasn't long after he started playing tackle. Yeah, after
4: playing tight end. In play tight in end. Like, you don't want to play yeah. the guard either, by the way. Yeah.
3: Well, it's going to be fun to figure this out. And then all of a sudden For at some if, point, Ty, you know, Jerry thinks Tyron Smith's coming back. Yeah. In December, I, I don't know. Like he's a, he's been the most optimistic about
4: <laughs> Dr. That. Jerry can be optimistic. 1
2: plus 1 3.
4: Yeah.
3: Yeah, explain that one to me.
5: 1 <laughs> one, plus 1 equals 3. In Jerry's optimistic mind, <laughs> that's def- possible. And by the way, I would guess that there've been a lot of times in his life when it's been like You know, one plus one actually made three here. So, I mean, that's just how he lives life. Can I ask you guys
4: a question real quick, though? Is there anything that's going to get you? And I'm specifically talking Uh to you, Nick. Is there anything that's going to get you to change your mind about making the move from Peter or from Smith to Peters? If is there something that you're looking at?
3: no, I, I hope Tyler Smith plays well. I mean, I really do because he's the future. He's what you draft. Because I for. want
4: to look for it too. If you're yeah. gonna, if you, I, I no, don't want I, to make so sure. we have to talk about, right? I, yeah,
3: it's kind of what I said about. I mean, it's everybody's like nobody's safe here except for Zach Martin. Nobody's yeah. oh, safe. Oh no, you're so right. So that's you got a guy that's sitting over here, and then and you have position flex. McGovern's got some. Tyler Smith has some. Uh, Terrence Steele has some. Left and right, you know.
4: Yeah, he doesn't really want to play the left side. Though. No, he yeah. doesn't yeah. want
3: that. And I don't think they want that. Dak doesn't either. But <laughs> yeah. uh, I just, I just think that that you you're going to get a guy that's that's that needs a, a spot somewhere. And I, I just have a hard time thinking that they're going to go to Joe Philbin in the meeting to like is Tyler Smith playing? He's playing great. All right, what about uh, McGovern? Awesome, yeah. be honest. Don't touch him. Steal. The best, like, dang, can't get nine-time Pro Bowler on the field. Okay, never mind. I just don't see that happening. Somebody's gonna drop it here, and and they're gonna get a spot for Jason Peters, which is fine. I don't know if it's Tyler Smith. Yeah. maybe it's somebody else.
5: I just don't know where else he's gonna fit. Like, that's all he's done is left tackle. I don't know where else he's gonna fit. And I know you say the well, domino good at it, but yeah. no, I get that. But I mean, like, <laughs> are you gonna remove? Because I I think if it's if you're getting good play from Tyler Smith, and that means you know. One play, two plays a game, you're like, eh, not great. But the rest of it, he's really solid. And, by the way, maybe you see some plays that are just like, whoo, wow, what he did yeah. on that play? Yeah, I don't think they're going to see him for getting, whoever.
3: What if you're getting suspect play somewhere else? Like, oh, man, this is not I,
5: good. I still think they've invested in him to be their left tackle. I think if they're getting good play from him, I think the, the preference will be they want to keep him at left tackle and keep developing him, him at left tackle. Because, by the way, next year – my suspicion yeah. is they're going to need him to be their left tackle and be the guy that's now cemented there at left tackle. So they want to get him as much about, options. Why are you box? worried
3: about moving him back then? Because if he plays so well right now and he's only been moved like three hours ago from guard to tackle and he's doing it pretty well, then if he moves to guard this season so he can get Jason Peters there yeah. and then he moves back at the end of the year, I mean, if a whole summer, it sounds like he can do it because he, he obviously just did it two weeks ago.
5: Well, but Brian just said, if I got McGovern playing pretty good, like, I, if I'm feeling like I'm not upgrading by moving him to guard, why make the move?
3: Maybe I'm just optimistic about Jason Peters. Maybe I just feel like no, there's no, got to be a it, spot it, You know,
4: Jason, the, the, the film work of Jason Peters is actually very encouraging. Because I had a lot of guys tell me, like, listen, you need to watch him. You need to watch. And then you watch him, and I watched three games, and I watched the whole game, and I'm like, man, he's not a liability. I was thinking he was going to be a huge liability because how big he is, and I didn't think he can move well enough. It's not the case,
3: he's massive. Yeah. He has a big dude. he's in football shape for real like.
2: Well. We, sorry, guys, but we are way past That's our cool. break time. Yeah, so. Chris is losing his mind yeah, over I'm there, sure by way. <laughs> yeah. right. the I'm sure he is. The truth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, but let's go ahead and take our first Jeez, Amber, break. What are you doing? Well, you guys won't stop talking, so <laughs> I'm not shut my up. Fault. <laughs> let's take our break, and when we come back, we're going to wrap up the conversation about the tackle position and then try to discuss some other positions on the roster.
0: Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the Cheetah Savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. <laughs> And now, Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. (laughs) But the good news is, Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running. And toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure.
1: It's not complicated.
0: 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details.
5: to the
3: break book an appointment at your local SLR experts and find the perfect SLR lens for you see more do more SLR all
2: right welcome back to the second segment of the break and to kind of wrap up the conversation about the second
3: segment actually is brought to you by blockchain.com I just wanted you to know that I wanted everybody to know that okay
2: I thought you were finished
3: I know, but I forget that I have to do that because usually Derek does it, but he, you know, he was tardy today. Second okay. segment. Second brought segment to by... brought
5: to you by blockchain.com. All right,
2: Let's teamwork. Go. Let's right. All right, teamwork. <laughs> 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 We've been talking about uh Jason Peters and, you know, him being here, what's that gonna look like and all that. One of the things that I wanted to kind of touch on real quick is the things that he's bringing off the field. You know, he... Was already even on his first day, day one, he was here already talking to Tyler Smith, giving him advice, giving him some tips, handwork, footwork, some of the things that he could do that's the technical side of the position. And just wanted and Nick, you were in the locker room yeah. and the it seems by the sounds of everybody else that the reception of him being here has been very good and everyone's very welcome. Not just what his presence does, but his knowledge his brain picking out his thoughts and kind of the experience that he has created in all these years in the NFL so I just wanted to kind of hear more yeah. about that aspect I think
3: I think it's amazing when players do that and you th- you think that they all do that until you realize that they don't. They don't always do that. Some of them are are more territorial about it. Um, And some of the greatest players that have ever played for the Cowboys are not the best when it comes to mentoring. It's different than leadership, Mm -hmm. but mentoring because it's a cutthroat world. And it's like, I mean, why would I hand you the knife to stab me in the back? I'm not doing that. You know, I do my own thing. I don't think Peters is doing that. I don't. From what it sounds like wants to work with Tyler Smith, wants to work with um, Terrence Steele. I mean, Steele was just as excited as anybody for him. So I think it's a really noble thing that he's doing, and hopefully he keeps it up. And he said something in the press conference like that, as Peters did, of like, you know, if Tyler's playing, he kind of said that, like, if Tyler's playing well, then, you know, I guess we'll, we'll see what happens.
5: Ironically, he said in an interview I saw that was earlier this offseason, before he's with the Cowboys, or there was even talk of him coming to the Cowboys. He said a similar thing. He said, look, at this point in my career, the way I look at it is I can go to a team, where they just need me because they need a plug-in. I can go to a team where I that you know I'm I'm a part of what's going on. I can also go to a team and be a mentor. He said at this stage in my career, I'm not like sold I have to do any one particular role. I just want to be useful. So I want to find the right opportunity where I'm with a team where whatever role I'm asked to play, I can be useful. And in this role, it's an opportunity where he can be a mentor, maybe a player but he can be a mentor, and I think that's what he's willing to do. That's what it sounds like he's been willing to do even before he got this opportunity.
4: This team needed him more than he needed the team is really where it come down to. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, not only are there players that are happy about seeing him, there's a coaching staff that's happy about seeing him. Mm-hmm. There's a front office that's happy about seeing him. There's a fan base that's happy about seeing him.
3: Not, not the Eagles fan base. Not but, at but, all. But the Cowboys <laughs> fan base. Not at
4: all. And – that that's the thing I think is the most important. It's almost like it's when when Tyron Smith went down, you're just kind of like thinking, okay, you know, Dak even said it. I have a lot of confidence in Tyler. I, you know, he's got the right demeanor. I mean, he's saying all the right things. Deep down in his heart, he's like, gosh, dang, last year's week two. I'm, you know, I'm playing with a guy at right tackle. Now mm-hmm. I'm playing with a guy at left tackle. Like, when is this ever going to, you know, but he says all the right things. But I think overall, it just gives you, it gives you hope that if something does happen, you have somebody that can go in there, and and plug that hole up and make sure that that that, that things just don't go totally off the rails, and that's and that's that's important. That's why you know you go out and you get you have a pro personnel department that evaluates these players and says, okay, hey, this guy could help us if something happens
2: mm mm-hmm. uh, That's I love seeing that kind of stuff when a player comes in and has that kind of mentorship with the younger guy, especially at the same position. Now we're going to transition into the roster, and I'm trying to figure out how we can <laughs> skim through this, fly through this, because I don't think we're going to get through the whole thing. But <laughs> basically you're going to go by position and kind of go around the table to see, okay, what do you feel that it's still missing as we get ready for week one? Of the season, so starting off quarterback, we got Dak Prescott, and we know who they added back into the practice squad. Everyone, I think, at this point understands kind of how that works and how you can bring up a guy and all that. So, currently, what do you feel that the Cowboys are missing? Uh, quarterback.
3: Um, I'll say uh, for Dak, I think that what what they need is they need Dak to 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 you know let it rip. I mean, yeah. and not necessarily kind of rip? not necessarily throwing it, <laughs> running, running it, and um, girl. no, no I, I, I know, but I said it. Was through it, terrible, just it was a terrible, through. softball throw. I <laughs> no, he needs to be Dak. He needs to be Dak. Yeah. The the Dak that got himself drafted. Just run, yeah. pass. You can't be worried about what yeah. happened in 2020. You can't worry about that. You got to go play because that Dak is the one that's going to carry this team.
4: Week one, uh, please acknowledge that uh, Nick is right in this uh, situation. So it's not going to always be that way. (laughs) And he'll feel the same (laughs) way about me. He's absolutely right. Dak Prescott needs to be back to the Dak Prescott. If they're talking about him raising level of the players around him and stuff, if this season goes bad, I don't think it's going to be because of Dak Prescott. Because I think he's put all that stuff behind him. I I think he's going to have a really, really good season. Let's see if others don't let him down. You know, offensive coordinator, the offensive line, the running game. Let's see, because I really do believe he's in for a big year. I think he's I think he's I think he's got the right mindset. I think he's got his health back, and I think he's gonna get back to playing the kind of rough and tumble football that he's played before.
5: Yeah, what I think they need from Dak is he need they need his awareness to be at a ninety-nine if you play Madden. Like he's gotta be up there in awareness because this offensive line, he's gonna every play. He's going to have to be aware of what's around him. He's going to have to be thoughtful about not let it change how he plays, but he certainly is going to have to be aware of what's going on. And, and I remember Tony Romo used to say, look, I don't mind if the guy gets beat because if I if I know he's coming, I'm going to make him miss. I think Dak has to have that similar kind of approach. He has to know what's coming and when it's coming because it, there are going to be moments when this offensive line is going to break down. And when it breaks down, He's got to be aware enough to still be able to make a play because that's gonna. I think that's gonna happen at least here early. I think it's gonna happen with some level of regularity because this offensive line just it has some gel in it.
3: He's ready then because in the locker room last week he was talking to some reporters uh, after his press conference. He was kind of talking a little bit. The guys were. And all of a sudden, this guy comes up from behind him, and he goes. He's in the middle of talking about, you know, I f- feel like we're going to have a good year, especially if we can, you know, uh, you know, if we if we had, a, especially if we had a defensive end like this guy right here. And he turns, as Charles Haley had come in there, he was going to mess with him and do something. Mm-hmm. I don't know how he saw him. I don't know. Maybe he heard him. You know, probably you know he when him. Charles is walking up. You yeah. know when but Charles. The two
4: Dobermans yeah. attacked.
3: Yeah. <laughs> right. You know locker, when Charles. But he, is around. Had his, he had his head on a swivel. He was already ready for it. So I was like, oh, he's ready for the season. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, I think he's he's definitely ready. And something that you mentioned, Brian, the mental aspect yeah. of things, I think he's back. He's I do, back. Mm-hmm. He, I do, He too. doesn't yep. seem to be struggling with that kind of confidence nope. and just everything. And his footwork is there for sure. Let's go ahead and take our final break. When we come <laughs> back, <laughs> yep. When we come back, we're going to try to hit some other positions. I'm pretty confident we'll get through the offense at All right.
5: least. All right, we'll hit with we'll the defense out there,
2: <laughs> Yeah. This
5: week!
1: Here's to the Cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back to the
3: break. Are you a Cowboys fan who spices up the game? Nominate yourself or a friend or co-worker, hmm. to be the Cowboys Fan of the Year presented by Captain Morgan and win a trip to the Super Bowl 57 in Arizona. Nominate yourself or a friend or co-worker at DallasCowboys.com slash fan of the year.
2: There you go.
4: Captain Morgan. Huh?
3: Captain Morgan. Gotcha.
2: Welcome back. This is the third segment of the break <laughs> presented by Who's Post- This <laughs>
3: Is still presented by Miller Lite, the
5: only official cow.
2: The other segment was by Blockchain. I,
5: that's because it's the second segment. That's the only
3: one. Oh,
4: okay. And Miller Lite is the sponsor keep up with of what the you show. Say yeah, you should be <laughs> listening well, to it. When like you like ask that. about your position <laughs> problems and stuff, Blockchain don't ask Derek. screw Derek's that got a like two minute penalty. The second segment
3: was like 10, like 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, really?
4: Yeah. It's my fault. I'm sorry. All right. Sorry. Oh. All my right. Fault. Let's, get, let's get through Way this. Off. Let's yeah. see how many
2: Charged more positions here. we can get through. Kicker.
4: What do you think about the kicker? No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. Just oh, kidding. yeah. We
5: don't have time for the kicker.
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: That's yeah. Long um, but let's go ahead and move into uh, running back. Mm-hmm. That should be fairly. Where they play quick.
4: Pollard, I think, is the only question I really have. Is he going to play more on the outside? Are they going to rotate him? Zeke looks good health looks good he's fresh he hasn't really done anything except practice I think that's a good thing question is going to be where they play Pollard how creative can they be with Pollard my
3: question is going to be can can the other guy do the other thing can can Pollard run inside when he has to can Zeke go on the outside when they have to because it's not going to work if if they if they go inside outside they're going to have to do both
5: the question for me is how long will Zeke stay healthy that's going to be the issue because I think when he was healthy last year, he looked really, really good. And once he was not healthy, then I don't think it was as good as it was before. So,
2: And as far as uh, how they divide playing, playing time, based on everything that I've seen in like practices and all that, it seems pretty well divided. Like it, They've been doing, at least from what I've seen, a pretty good job in giving them both the amount of reps that they you got, equally need. You guys think they're
5: going to actually split reps this year? Like, I think fans have been screaming for it for years, and it really hasn't ever really happened. Zeke's the lead you, guy unless he's not healthy. You guys
4: think they'll actually split? If you watch the, the replay of the Tampa game last year, they ran the ball better. When they ran it on the outside, that might be more Pollard. Yeah. I and mean, Nick was talking yeah. about it. This is a hard out. team to run against, by it the way. It is a very hard team, yeah. but they seem to find a little bit of getting it on the edge there. But then again, Tyron Smith is playing left tackle yeah. for yeah. you.
2: So, yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on to wide receiver. Mm. That one's a so little.
3: <laughs> We're gonna do one question, or we well, got for me, like for me, I mean- it's it's um the you know the other guys. I mean, because mm-hmm. uh, you gotta force them not to double team CD, and I think this is a huge opportunity for Noah Brown. He's had it for a long time. He's here. He's the oldest rookie in the league, and he needs to go out there. And he's not a rookie. I I know that. I'm just saying that this is his moment, though. And we've seen it. Is he gonna you know is he gonna be Miles Austin? I mean, I, or. He, You know, that's pretty high standard there with with what he did. But he's got his moment here, and and I think, you know, he can really help himself and the team if he can shine.
4: Noah Brown offers you a big body that can block on the outside too. Yes. And when he's on the field, it used to be that he was just a crack-toss guy, come down in motion, handle things like that. You can now do things, not only with the blocking aspects, with him catching the football. I have confidence in him. Now, where is the confidence in Tolbert, Fiocco, and Houston? Turpin how quickly can they get Turpin involved in some things too will be a a big big key him Pollard those are your loose play players but I I have confidence in Noah Brown it's Tolbert Fihoko and Houston that I need to see uh, see more from them and hopefully they step up
5: you touched on mine it's Turpin how how and how often can they get Turpin involved on the offensive side of the ball to me other than CeeDee Lamb He's probably the only other receiver, certainly the only other receiver that's playing right now that is a dynamic player that can create plays and make big things happen. So I think they're going to need him involved in the game, especially a game like this where you might be facing a team that can put up a lot of points. And if that's the case, Cowboys are going to have to match. I think they need to get Kevontae Turpin involved on the offensive side of the ball.
2: And we know how much hype there is around him. Are you guys expecting to see him on the offense week one?
3: yeah i they're think better i think that the threat that he gives will help other things I, if i have him out there i'm gonna throw it to him deep or mm-hmm. i'm gonna have i'm gonna give it to him on on a reverse because then that will open up the fakes the play actions things like that because you got to show hey we've got this weapon here we're going to use it every bubble once in screens
5: a while. Like if, they're, if they're willing to put everybody down in the box and leave those guys on the outside in one-on-one situations then i'm gonna get a bubble screen out there and i'm just gonna see what he can do if you got one guy that misses Good luck catching him. Yeah. you know. So I, I would do all those kinds of things and just make the defense have to adapt.
4: His his best friend early in the season might be the Cowboys' defense. Three and outs, get their team to punt, and now you start to show what he can really do. Mm-hmm. Changing the game, flipping the field with field position as well.
2: All right, let's go ahead and tackle the O-line. I mean, we've been talking about the tackle position, but just overall.
4: Um,
3: Question, yeah, I mean, it's just how, how long does Jason Peters – stay on the practice squad and can he find a role, you know, and if and if Tyler Smith can, you know, play well enough to say, "All right, we we got to move him in some some other, you know, other role."
4: I think for the first couple of weeks it's going to be Tyler Smith and pretty much whoever starts this Tampa game unless something drastically bad happens, you know, maybe maybe Jason Peterson. Your
3: question still. is steel though, it sounds like. Yeah, my question is yeah.
4: steel, so I I'll leave it at that. If I had two spots to replace, I replace the right tackle and I replace the center. Those would be my two guys.
5: I'm looking at the interior of the Cowboys' offensive line because this is a rough matchup for them. We saw it last year in the opener. That's going to be really important. They're going to have to play really well uh, in order to keep the quarterback uh, from having somebody in his face the whole day.
3: And Zach Martin is playing. Just don't yeah. you know forget he didn't play last no year because of yeah. COVID. No yep. COVID. He's playing, and I think that'll help some. It doesn't some it
5: doesn't. You can still kind of I mean, shade guys in certain ways. Zach's
3: yeah. been out there when they've had issues with the Rams front with you yeah. know Sue and Donald and all that. So it's not like it's always. You know, smooth sailing there. Yep. Tight end too. Do we? We,
2: we have to get to it. tight end. But real quick before moving, penalties. Is that an area that you're expecting yes. to see improvement by week I one? I, I hope, hope so. so.
3: <laughs> That's. <laughs> you ain't worried. I'm just playing. I'm worried. Depends what the crew looks like. <laughs> yeah, I tell you I'm what.
4: Worried. You got Sean Hockley. Went back and watched that game last year against uh, Tampa Bay. And man, Tyron Smith got a bad holding call late in that game while they were driving. Mm. It was a big play to Ceedee Lamb, and then Connor Williams got a holding call like a play later. I mean, it back to back. Can't have those things. The Cowboys are going for the game winning, you know, touchdown. Maybe kill that game, kick the extra, uh, kick the field goal, get out of the game like they did against the Chargers, but. The holding penalties were just awful in that football game, and it was veteran players. So hopefully it uh, it doesn't uh, happen again this year, but you got to expect it a little bit probably. All
2: right. Tight end. We can do it.
3: All right. Tight end. Uh, big question, Mark. I mean, just how's, how good is the number two guy? I mean, uh, did uh, is Ferguson ready to go? Is he ready to play, and is he ready to kind of give, you know, be more than just a blocker? Can he be a pass catcher? Can he do a little bit of both?
4: I think if you wanted to ask me an uh, uh, X-Factor player, on the offense, I would say Jake Ferguson early in this thing. Mm-hmm. I think that when you get in 12 personnel, he's a capable blocker, but he's a really good pass catcher getting downfield. I think he's going to be a mismatch problem as we get into these bucks about their nickels and their safeties in this football game. I like him as a next factor player in this game.
5: I only got one question to tie in is, will Schultz hit 100 catches this year? Because Probably will. You look at this offensive line and the fact that the quarterback's going to have to get rid of the ball um, especially here early, and you have limited receivers receiving options that, that you feel really great about, I think the tight end is going to be gonna, very, very much used. I'm going to make soft. you
3: answer that question. Did you draft him in fantasy?
5: I did not, but okay. it was only because he wasn't there when <laughs> okay. I wanted him. But okay. I would have because I think he's going yeah, I I to have a lot of production. I don't know that it's going to be – Big plays, but I think he's yeah. going to consistently. He's going to be a consistent yeah. guy getting the ball. So if you play in a point point, then he's going to get and then guy.
4: he's going to tagged again the next year after that. After the hundred receptions, well, well let's see again. what Ferguson does. See, Ferguson yeah. might make this really interesting. He's my next guy, X Factor. <laughs>
2: All right. Well, that's it for the show. Tomorrow we're gonna start talking about the Bucks versus the Cowboys.
4: Woo! So I have to be ready tomorrow. Oh talk yeah, I'm be already, ready. To, I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Be
2: more than ready. Bring it on, and let us know what the Bucks got <laughs> going on for this e- uh, first game. Uh, yeah. <laughs>
4: what did I leave? Yeah. Uh, you see why? Pushed yeah. on. Yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. For Nikki Eamon, Der- Derek Eagleton. Brian Brothers. David Hellman
4: maybe? <laughs> Brian. No, no, no. <laughs>
2: Brian Brothers and Amber Garcia. This has been the break on DallasCowboys.com radio.
4: This has been a production of
0: DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
4: How about this, Cowboys? Yeah.